0: Welcome to the Sex and Astrology Podcast. I'm Brandy Joy. I'm your host. We're talking 2024 horoscopes. Um, this video is for Sagittarius. So if you are a Sagittarius rising sun or moon, you can listen to this one to get something out of it. All right. So Sagittarius, um, January 20th, we actually have Pluto going into Aquarius. You've probably heard. Um, so This year, um, Pluto is finally really going to be getting into Aquarius energy, and that will be in your third house. So Pluto is a transformative kind of energy, transformative kind of planet as it transits a house. So it's going to be transiting your third house. And that is related to uh, learning and skill development, communication, and also relationships with neighbors, and siblings, and even extended family members. So Pluto will be in your third house for about 20 years, from 2024 to 2044. It was in your second house in um, from 2008 until 2024, right? All right. So this new energy though, this new transformative energy over the next 20 years in your third house is going to be all about deep transformations in your communication style and the way that you express yourself and communicate. Um, it could also be related to writing and publishing and putting yourself out there on social media. So you're going to go through a lot of self discovery and, um, you know, just like learning in terms of verbal and written expressions. So that's going to be a big thing for you, especially if you are interested in maybe publishing or putting yourself out there in some way. And um, it's also a good time for you to develop skills and uh, to study, to do research and uh, really get into, uh, you know, some educational things. Um, So this is going to be a time where you could really start learning and growing and developing. Um, Also, it's related to your relationships with your siblings and close relatives. So there could be uh, shifts in your relationships with your family members and also just a deeper understanding of these connections. All right. So Pluto really helps you to understand things more. And to really dive deeper into understanding them and also like transforms them, right? You'll end up with like endings and new beginnings and stuff, especially in terms of relationships and understanding yourself and your shadows. Uh, So there's also um, an aspect of the third house that has to do with uncovering hidden information. Um, This could involve revelations and communication, Um, family history or discoveries related to your just like your neighborhood or your immediate environment, right? So Pluto really will help you to uncover things and get secrets out or just undisclosed information will come out and in your third house, Um, it can be related to any of your family members like your, you know, your siblings, cousins, relatives, and also neighborhoods. And uh, revelations again, and communication will be a very important topic. But the third house is a very mental kind of house, it's very mental, you know, in terms of like its focus. So, um, this transit, you know, it could be about you know intellectual pursuits again and investigative thinking. So, anyways, um, hopefully you enjoy this transit, um, because uh, Pluto can really help you to polish a house and, and make it better. Uh, So it transforms it and makes it better, right? So over the next 20 years, you're going to be working on this house. You're going to be, you know, working in these areas of your life. You're going to be going through transformative kind of um, relationships, and uh, you're going to get more wisdom in this area and everything. And then let's move on to Saturn. So Saturn is the teacher, right? Saturn is the teacher in the zodiac. So Saturn is in Pisces right now, and it went into Pisces back in March of 2023, and it will be there until May of 2025. Now, Pisces is your fourth house. So Saturn is in your fourth house during this time. And when Saturn is in the fourth house, it brings about a restructuring, um, you know, uh, lessons in the realm of home, family, and emotional foundations, for you, um, this is going to mean that um, it's gonna it's gonna like encourage you to establish a more stable home base because that's what Saturn likes: is stability, it likes discipline, responsibility, structure. It's very grounded kind of energy. So you are gonna notice that uh, the focus will be um, a lot this year on on you kind of establishing a good, firm home, maybe, and also your own emotional stuff right? Your emotional stuff needs to be solidified and like worked on maybe. Um, So anyways, the uh, Saturn transit can also heighten your sense of responsibility with your family. Because this is the house of family. Um, It it could be that you take on additional responsibilities with the family. It could be that you end up, uh, you know, addressing some issues that need to be resolved with the family. It could be that you were reevaluate your roles and your commitments within your family, all right? Um, so there's a, a lot of development in terms of your emotions and your home and family life, you know, and all of that is very tied together because the way that we are emotionally usually has a lot to do with our family and our home environment. Um, so this is going to encourage you to really handle your feelings, um, deal with your feelings, uh, develop emotional resilience. Meaning that if uh, something happens, you know, how easily do you bounce back? Or do you go into like a whole tailspin, right? An emotional tailspin. Uh, So Saturn will help you to kind of focus on that in a more structured and disciplined way and to mature in that area, right? So you're going to learn how to set healthy boundaries if that's something you need to do. It will help you to resolve um, unresolved emotional problems, And also, it can help you to um, really structure your emotional security in your life. So you may start reevaluating your approach to emotional support. Um, So maybe you'll decide, you know what, I need to get a therapist. Or (laughs) um, maybe I need to be more emotionally supportive with my family, even though I don't necessarily feel like it. (laughs) So all of these things will come up. A lot of challenges and tests will come up in terms of Saturn teaching you how to be better in this area of your life. So again, family, emotions, and home. So let's move into the eclipses this year. Um, So the eclipses are in Aries and Libra primarily right now. And in October of 2023, that just passed a few months ago, we had an eclipse in Libra, and that was in your 11th house. So this Libra eclipse that happened on October 14th of 2023 This Libra eclipse at 21 degrees was a new moon eclipse in your 11th house. And when this happens, when a new moon eclipse occurs in your 11th house, it can bring a lot of new beginnings and changes in the area of friendships, social networks, communities, um, long-term aspirations, and especially like your groups, right? So that's why it's like friendships and communities. It's your groups of people, your tribes, So you might have noticed that something came up in October in this area for you. And if it did, you're going to have a whole next chapter of this happening again in March and April of this year. Okay, So go back to October, look over it and go, all right, what happened in October? What was was the theme? And it was likely related to your 11th house and your 5th house, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. But it was likely very related to your 11th house. So shifts in your social circles, shifts in your friends, and um, this can really, it, it can illuminate and bring realizations in this area. So it might have illuminated something you didn't know about a friend or friendships or some of your social connections or groups. And it can also prompt you to kind of reevaluate your personal goals in your life. And um, this can have a, an impact on your long-term life plans. You know, and there can also be just a good focus on community involvement and social activism. You might feel very compelled to contribute to um, group initiatives or advocacy and things like that with the 11th house. And also, um, the final thing is, it can encourage like, just a personal transformation through the collective. So you might find a lot of self-discovery through your group interactions, and um, that can help you to figure out, like, your role within larger communities, right? So this is, like, a very, like, this is a house of, like, groups and stuff. So think think about your groups. Think about, you know, are you not just friendship groups, but, you know, this can be groups that you're a part of in your community, um, even online groups and everything. It could be associations, organizations you're a part of, anything. Okay. Uh, Anyways, let's move on uh, to the um, March. Well, March 25th, you have an eclipse happening in that same house as what happened in October. Okay, so it's going to be a new chapter, a next chapter of your 11th house of groups and partnerships, well, friendships and uh, aspirations. Right. So March 25th, 2024, you're going to have a culmination of whatever's going on in that theme of your life. And it will be at Libra five degrees in your 11th house. And that would be a full moon eclipse happening in March on March 25th. And then right after that, in April on April 8th, you're having another eclipse happen in your fifth house. Your fifth house will be Aries 19 degrees, new moon eclipse happening in your fifth house. And with an eclipse happening in your fifth house, it really brings a lot of transformative energies to the realm of creativity and children and self-expression and joy and romance, right? This is the house, I call it the house of creativity and joy. It has to do with your children. It has to do with things you create. You create children, right? It has to do with your creative expression, so this eclipse in the fifth house coming up in April, you might have a period of like inspiration during this time because the eclipses will like illuminate and uh, they will inspire and uh, they will bring things to the forefront for you. Um, so if you've been thinking about doing an art- artistic project or maybe you're artistic and or creative in some way, uh, this might really be a time where you see a shift there. Okay. And also, um, you could see a shift in your romantic relationships. This could be like a new chapter in your romantic life. Um, it could be a time where you're deepening existing connections. Um, it could also be a time when you end relationships as well. That's a big thing with eclipses also. So think about what you are involved with right now, you know, what people you're involved with, or what people you want to be involved with. And um, this, if you're in like a partnership, then, you know, it could bring up, some of the issues of joy and romance related to that area of your life. Um, Definitely a very relationshipy house. So whether it's your children or romantic partners, um, the eclipse will bring things to light if they need to come to light. Um, But anyways, let's move on into the next cycle of eclipses, the next season, which will be September and October of 2024 coming up. All right, so September 17th, 2024, we have a full moon eclipse happening in your fourth house. It will be Pisces 25 degrees. And so in the fourth house with an eclipse, right, um, this is going to bring a lot of transformative energies in the realm of home, family, emotional foundations, and inner security. So just like we were already talking about a few minutes ago, the fourth house, uh, your home environment, your family environment, you're going to have an eclipse there. All right, so this eclipse is really going to shake things up in that area. If they need to be shaken up, if something needs to come to light, it will come to light. Um, It can involve, you know, anything from like renovations of the home, change in residence, uh, change in the family structure, all of a sudden somebody's pregnant. (laughs) All right, the eclipse prompts um, a lot of renewal, though, a lot of illumination, and um, there may be shifts again in you know the family dynamics, but it also could be just a shift inside of you where um, you know you might have had some emotional stuff happening and it needs to come to light, right? And that could be like an issue. After the seven, September seventeenth eclipse, we have one on October second of twenty twenty four, October second, and that will be Libra four degrees. New moon, new beginnings eclipse in your 11th house again, another chapter in your 11th house. And uh, that will just be back with the group dynamics, you know, aspirations in your life, communities, groups, associations. So again, you're going to see just another chapter illuminated in that area of your life. And that brings us to the end of the year. Before we get into, I want to talk about a really positive um. Aspect for you in a few minutes. But before I do, I want to mention one last challenging aspect, and that will be at the end of the year, Mars retrograde. So Mars is the planet of your power. It's the planet of power. It's the planet of being assertive and dynamic and taking control of your life. And Mars will be retrograde from December 6th until February 23rd. So when Mars retrogrades, it causes agitation, so you'll you'll probably notice during this these three months that people are a little bit more reactive, a little bit more agitated, and if things blow up between people during this time, man, it just it'll go on and on, you know. Instead of just like being a quick thing where we fix it, it'll be one of those things that kind of drags out during a Mars retrograde. This will be happening in Cancer and Leo energy, and for you, it will be in your eighth and ninth house. So when Mars goes and retrogrades in the eighth house, which is associated with emotional bonds, our intimate connections, our shared resources and finances, when Mars retrogrades in this house, it brings us issues of trust, issues in intimacy, and joint financial matters to a head. So it's time to reevaluate the intensity of our connections and see if, you know, Something needs to be changed or fixed here. Um, And it will definitely be something. See, people have a hard time not saying something with Mars in that house about that topic or in that area of their life. And so when Mars is retrograding in that area, in that eighth house of your deep emotional connections with people, like the people that you, you know, have sexual relationships with or shared finances with, um, that could be a time when you end up like, reevaluating that area and maybe even getting into some tense kind of conversations or conflicts in that area. So just be aware of that. And then also it will be in your ninth house retrograding as well during this time, which means that um, you'll be assessing like your philosophies, your beliefs in life. Um, it, it can make you really question uh, your your philosophies and your beliefs in life and your faith in life. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty intense when it goes through your eighth and ninth house, you're going to have a very intense time at the end of the year. And you know, this retrograde is a time to reflect. So it'll make you reflect on anything that has to do with ninth house matters, like higher education, like your educational pursuits. Maybe you'll think, start thinking about maybe going back to school or learning something new, um, changing a course of study, even if you are in some school already. You can also have delayed travel, you know, delayed travel plans during this time. Um, obstacles and delays can happen with your travel plans because the ninth house has to do with travel, long-term travel, long distance. Um, so you could have some disruptions or changes in your arrangements. And um, finally, you know, spiritual stuff. So cultural and spiritual practices uh, could be something that you start really uh, reevaluating and exploring. You might dive into like a new tradition or explore a new belief system or something during a Mars retrograde Um, because Mars is like action and then it's retrograding. So it's making you reevaluate places where you're taking action in this area. Um, Also the ninth house has to do with legal matters. So um, it it could make you reevaluate any legal issues. Um, There could be some ongoing cases that you're dealing with that right? Finally come up and are really getting under scrutiny. Um, could be something to do with um, contracts, even and stuff like that. Okay, let's talk about the positive. <laughs> so, finally, um, let's talk about Uranus in Taurus. So, Uranus has been in Taurus, it goes through a sign in about seven years, right? So, it's been in Taurus for about five years. So, that means it's been in your sixth house for about five years. And the sixth house has to do with work has to do with your daily habits, your mental and physical health, okay, your service to others. So Uranus has already been going through this house for you. And and what that does is it provides like, um, illumination and like, um, sudden opportunities and sudden developments and sudden unexpected things and like shocks to the system in that house. So, you know, if you It can definitely make you realize and awaken in that house. So you might be working with things in terms of your mental or physical health, or it could be awakening you in terms of your healing and service to others. Um, Also, it could be helping you in your work life and daily habits. All right. But since August 28th of 2023, Uranus has been retrograde in that house, which means that you've probably felt a little bit stagnation in your sixth house since August. And that stagnation, it makes you feel stuck, right, in that area. It's like it's not really moving anymore. But now, January 27th, Uranus is finally going to get unstuck and move direct, right? So as Uranus starts to finally move direct, you're going to see a little bit of a lightening up, moving forward in your sixth house of, you know, work, mental health, physical health, and um, health in general, right? (laughs) Routines, daily routines. And in April, I have some good news for you because Jupiter has also started going this past May started going through your sixth house. And Jupiter brings expansion and opportunities and luck. To wherever it transits, and so from May of 2023 until May of 2024, Jupiter is going through your tenth, or sorry, your <laughs> sixth house. And so as it's going through your sixth house, it's going to come and conjunct and join with Uranus. So when Jupiter is conjunct Uranus in your sixth house, it can make. Um, Unexpected developments happen in the realms of work and career, in the realms of your health and your daily routines, and also your service to others' path. Okay, so this is good, this is luck, this is opportunity. And so, um, you might all of a sudden, you know, be able to use like a new technology at work, and it's like, oh, this is cool, this is helpful, this makes it easier. Um, You know, it could bring like a sense of excitement or liberation in your professional life. It could um, bring unexpected opportunities to you and breakthroughs in terms of your productivity and your well-being and your day-to-day activities. So this is like good stuff, right? This is expansion and opportunity and luck for you, especially all through April, because they're going to conjunct, they're going to join together on April 20th and 21st, but all of April, they'll be riding together. And so they'll be really affecting you in a good way. They'll be giving you opportunities in your sixth house. So this can be really good for, you know, um, uh, getting opportunities for your health, getting opportunities for your wellness, um, exploring alternative health practices, adopting new wellness routines, um, finding something that can help you health-wise all of the sudden, or something that you you can help others with if you're like a healer or something like that. Um, But it can also give sudden shifts in your professional environment and uh, exciting new projects can come your way. Unexpected positive changes can happen for you in your career. Uh, So that's always a really good thing too. All right. So I hope that leaves you with some good fun. types of energy for the year. Thank you so much for watching. And don't forget that I have a wonderful love and sex guide for astrologers out there. It helps you to understand love and sex and astrology and your intimate relationships. It's a free ebook I have on my website at brandyjoy.com. So if you do want to check that out and go download it for free. And I hope to see you next week. I'm going to be putting out new episodes every week. So I hope to see you again next week. Thanks so much and uh, see you soon.